Why do pain and suffering create some of the most powerful art? Today, I want to explore this. My name is Miles, if you're new here. I am a writer. I do try to take my own pain, suffering, and inner conflict and channel them in a healthy way into my books. And so I've given this subject a lot of thought. And a number of years ago, around when he died, David Bowie, the musician, I, I did a deep dive on a, a bunch of his old interviews around the time that he passed away. And I saw this one interview where he was asked by the interviewer if he had ever gone to therapy. And I think the question followed um, him discussing some of the traumatic periods of his life, including being a severe heroin addict and kind of the grim nature of that chapter of, of his life. And when he was asked if he'd ever been to therapy or if he goes to therapy, his answer was kind of beautiful and tongue-in-cheek, and uh, it made an impact on me when I heard it. He said that he's never been to therapy and he would never go because if someone healed him, if his inner conflicts were completely resolved, he would lose his ability to make art. And he went on to like describe this, this thought process in a little more detail, and I think the essence of it was... He felt like he needed to have some kind of unrest, some kind of conflict inside of himself in order to have any creative power whatsoever. That's where it all came from. And so he didn't want to get rid of that. Now, he had healed from his addictions. He hadn't drank alcohol in years and years. So in a sense, it seemed like he was a fairly functional, stable person. He had a happy marriage. He had kids. Um... And, and yet, he felt that a certain amount of pain and suffering that he simply carried with him is what gave him any capacity to create. And at that time in my life, when I was listening to that, that interview, I was kind of undergoing a bit of a, a reevaluation of how to relate to my own suffering and my own inner conflicts, because for a number of years... I had been aggressively trying to heal on a multitude of levels. And there was something about that that was healthy and beautiful. And there was something about it that I was starting to wonder if there was some nuances that I didn't quite understand. And something about what Bowie said there really struck a chord in me. It was like, wait a minute. I think I need to have a little bit of that perspective there are parts of me that I've probably been trying to heal, to fix, to erase, that might be the most fundamental parts of my character. They might be my source of power, and they also might hurt to carry through this world and through this life. That began this process of questioning and meditating on that for, for years. And I remembered the art that inspired me growing up. Um music and literature and all of it seemed to take the the artist's sadness or rage or loneliness and it channel it into something powerful that connected with me and emboldened me to be different or to make brave choices or to you know just embark on the adventure of my life um and it was a very empowering realization 
that some of the most impactful art that I had ever come across drew from a well of pain and um, confusion and loneliness and and anger and grief and all of these things that I had been perhaps in a clumsy, arrogant way trying to erase in myself. Um, my whole life had been blessed by others who didn't try to erase it. In fact, they took it and offered it to the world as a sacred gift. And so slowly I started to kind of realize, wait a minute, yeah, that feels better. I don't know what's true, I don't know what's right, what's wrong, but for me, that feels better. And so um, the last two books that I wrote, which over the past four years, I've written a, these two books and I've published them, both of them, um, it's like, instead of trying to fix myself or to present something that was um, a spotless image of myself or me or a demonstration of me being intelligent or um, perfect or healed my whole modus operandi uh, my intention was to take the pain and conflict in me and not hide it not transform like just take it and put it into something honestly and sincerely and try to create beauty out of it and share it with the world and and you know accomplish two things with that one the most important is to like take some powerful energy in me that could be destructive and self-destructive and to do something healthy with it which is you know to instead of numbing myself or engaging in self-destructive behaviors to write to just honestly pour it out onto the page and try to turn it into a craft and try to refine it into something beautiful um, and then the other part is sharing that with the world and maybe for somebody giving them a sense that they're not alone and it's an extraordinary thing when that actually happens. So that has been this shift in myself. There was a period where I literally was like trying to fix and erase these parts of me that I came to realize were probably my power. And it's a power that hurts to carry some <laughs> sometimes. Um, but, um, you know, shifting gears into being like, wait a minute. This conflict in me, this feeling of confusion or dislocation or whatever it may be, it's kind of awesome. It actually kind of like, it hurts. And I'm not, I'm not trying to romanticize it. And I certainly don't want to trivialize anybody else's experience or suffering. But to be able to turn it into something life-giving is really amazing. And I don't think that any of us need to create art in order to do that. In a sense, I think that all of our lives are a form of art. And most of us as humans walk through life carrying these burdens on our back. They're often invisible burdens of pain and suffering, loneliness and grief and regret. And we carry this burden on our back and it can feel like it's going to crush us sometimes. But all of a sudden... It can just sprout 
into these angel wings. It was a burden and now it's these wings that elevate us or more importantly, they make it possible for us to lift those around us because we've been carrying the burden. We've been living through our experiences of suffering. And so now we have more compassion, more empathy, more patience for people going through their form of suffering. And the pain that we carry, it turns into this treasure. Uh, and it makes it possible for us to bring this magic into the world that we wouldn't be able to otherwise. And that I don't want to trivialize or romanticize pain, suffering, and trauma, but that this is part of it really is a miraculous thing. And I think it can be very important and empowering to remember as we do carry our burden through this world, that it's also the very thing that makes it possible for us to really connect with others in the most powerful way that we can. Like for me, there'll be times where I'm like, damn it, why do I have to be so complex? Why do I have to have these experiences that I have to like heal from or be carrying the scars of? Why do I need all of this? And then I will remind myself, it's like, but Miles, that's what gives you the, the gifts that you have now. You couldn't write the book you just wrote. You couldn't like silently acknowledge the person who is suffering the other day. That, that, that magical ability was etched into you from the pain of your life and your experiences. And to me, it's like, oh shit. Okay, well, I guess, I, I guess I'll take it then. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful perspective and like I said it's been what has informed me uh, creatively as a writer increasingly my, my latest book that I published this year is even more so me just taking um, these stories of loss and pain and suffering and not trying to sanitize them, not trying to change them into something prettier or smarter or anything other than what they are and instead to like really celebrate what's there and to to find the love and the beauty in a landscape of con what can sometimes appear like confusion and loss. But if you look close enough, there's something redeeming. There's something beautiful. And I guess that's um, the lesson that I've been exploring as a person, as a writer. I feel like it applies to all of us. Um, and it's this beautiful thing that we, that we, you know, most of us carry some kind of pain and suffering. And to know that it is working miracles on us and that it's, you know, it turns in, it can turn in to strength and wisdom and power. It's just such a magical and extraordinary uh, process. And that's all I wanted to share today. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, you can always let me know. You can give this a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You can leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. I think you can do it on most podcasting platforms too if you're just listening. And if you're interested in checking out my books, you'll find links to them in the show notes. My latest is called 10 Lessons in Love. 
It is a collection of personal autobiographical stories, um, tales of love and loss, and yeah, finding love and beauty in everyday experiences where those things might not be at first glance completely apparent, but upon closer inspection are absolutely glowing in their presence. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for uh, listening or watching. And until next time, take care, everybody.